and then I think it's um yep okay so um uh hi Suzanne hello <laughs> hi um yeah so welcome everyone this is the um the first uh thanks for doing this by the way this is the okay. first episode the pilot episode hopefully they'll give us a, a full season um but by they I mean myself <laughs> that doing it. um yeah uh, so this is the first episode of what I'm calling the um work in progress podcast I thought you know what like I've um I'm not I'm not I'm not starting a family I'm not settled down I've not bought a house what I'll do is I'll start a podcast <laughs> like you know and another dude another dude with a podcast like that's just exactly what the world needs so uh yeah um but I thought you know what I'm I'm we're on this new creative thing which we'll talk about in a sec and um, they've uh, lent me some equipment so I thought oh well you know it's um you know, well, might as well, admit, you know, uh, try it out, you know, make use of it while I've got it. Um, da, 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 da. So what, how it's going to go is basically, um, uh, so this is a sh well, I'm trying to kind of have conversations with interesting people about what they're working on personally or creatively. And it's the hope is that we can kind of learn from each other and get a little better each time. And um, I don't know how I feel about this tagline, if I'm going to say uh, just the once. Or just do it. I'm not just perfect. do it. <laughs> I'm, cause it's because I'm not perfect. I'm a work in progress. Yes. Ding. <laughs> anyway, uh, so a little bit about me. Um, so I'm a black and British writer and performer based in Leeds, UK. And my breakthrough collection of poetry is called Negrescence. And it comes out in the UK with Burning Eye Books in September 2021. And um, if you um, follow me on my things like Adicola Poetry on Instagram, you'll be able to see that. And um, our website is adicola.bigcartel.com. That'll be on. It'll be on there as well as on the um, Burning Eye. Um, okay, fab. So I'm just going to introduce my guest. Um, they were uh, kind enough to um, uh, send me their bio. So just um, here's a little bit. Suzanne Pearson is a creative freelancer currently across television, poetry, and spoken word. She's Man she's Manchester based, but is originally from Rotherham. And her poems stem from her own experiences, which usually center around grief, joy, feminism, and anything else that may pop up into her head at any given moment. Okay, so uh, please welcome Suzanne Pearson. Thank you. <laughs> right then. Fab. So Suzanne, um, uh, how's your day been? Um, actually, just been very... Um... It's been quite holed up in in my little what I call my little cave when I get into like a zone. Mm -hmm. um, shut shut the windows. It's rainy outside, um, and I've actually been editing and putting together the new creatives audio um, poem. So um, mm -hmm. I've never used Logic Pro before, um, <laughs> mm -hmm. and it's taken about a day or two to actually get to know the software. So today is kind of the final day. I'm putting it all together and. I just finished it just as we started going on this. So I'm going to send that oh, off to a few fantastic. people and get their, their thoughts, which is scary. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. So, okay. So, well, we've seen that we've kind of started on that. So tell us a bit about, so me and yourself and I were on the new Creatives North um, thing, program, mm -hmm. talent development program. And, you know, and I think we're on the audio one. So we're creating pieces of audio work. That's going to be... Um, uh yeah that's gonna go out to um different things and then ultimately the bbc as well um so um so yeah uh so tell us a bit about like what you've been working on uh and um and how's that's been you know learning logic what you've been working on and just your whole experience with the new creative so so far really um so i guess uh where to start so i wrote this piece mm -hmm. way back when um actually i was mm -hmm. 17 when i wrote it um and 
and my mum had just passed away and it was quite a quick it was quite quick and I didn't really know how to process it so I wrote it down in a poem and I just kind of backbenched it and I've been writing poetry for kind of like I didn't realize that it was such a thing until I started posting it for on Instagram and such um but usually it was just kind of my thought process on how I manage things or how I kind of put things in my perspective or ration things out it's how I make sense of the world a little bit and so um I wrote it and then life went on I went to uni I actually pitched it a little bit at uni but I think the the feedback wasn't that great and I was like oh but you know I'm kind of really ready for this and actually I realized I wasn't and then and I kind of pitched it as a film and I think that's also where I made the mistake and, and this audio thing came up and I was like and it's kind of this piece of kind of grief and anger and all these combinations like it has so many emotions in it and it's kind of like a piece of my diary if you will of that experience um if I saw it in a film I think and because I'm so kind of usually quite visual I think for me I never could have hit the nail on the head with it um because I don't think it was ever meant to be a film and so the opportunity came up for it to be audio and I was like look I'm just gonna I'm just going to send this off and see what happens. Now, um, taking that back a bit as well, I also put it forward for a few poetry competitions and it got rejected for so many of them. And I applied to one, which was Brighton based. But when I was applying, I didn't realise you had to live in Brighton at the time. <laughs> um, and so they called me up. They were like, there was a grand prize in it if you won it. Um, and they were like, but it doesn't say that you're Brighton based. I was like, I didn't, <laughs> I thought it was just a poem for everyone. And it was just like in Brighton. Um, and they were like, oh, we're going to have to take you off. And I was like, okay. But they were like, just whatever you do, keep going. Cause it was really good. And I think that was the first time where I was like, okay, maybe there's something in this. So that gave me the confidence to then put to audio and then I didn't think anything about it because of um the pandemic and everything and we found out almost mm. a, a year later that, that yeah. we've got this um which is great and I think it's also given me time to you know rest on it and I feel I'm kind of now ready to you know I think at the time I couldn't separate the the poem with myself whereas I think mm -hmm. now um with New Creatives North as well we get to work with actors and composers mm. and i feel that gives mm. me a really good opportunity to kind of separate myself from what i wrote and what is the art mm. of it and kind of like mm. like separate myself more and i think that yeah. feels really good as well so that's yeah. kind of where i'm at right now um with it and i've i'm i'm quite happy with it now so yeah it feels yeah. good Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you've been kind of quite a bit of a journey with that, with this piece then, you know, obviously from, um, you know, it coming from your, um, you know, from a tragic kind of, um, you know, from a sad kind of place and then to kind of, um, you know, shopping it around and then, and then you know, having the knocks and things like that, but then, and thinking maybe you're going to make a film and then to now in a place where you feel like you've got some kind of distance from it, but where, and you can kind of turn it more of a art piece and rather than, a, like you said, a piece of your, uh, of your journal or your diary that might be quite raw yeah. and, and things like that so yeah so that's 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 cool that's quite a journey really um uh and yeah and definitely like you know definitely yeah, obviously do keep going uh with your um you know with your poetry and things like that um and uh yeah you, like you mentioned um 
it has been interesting in terms of uh yeah when i i had actually same thing i had initially applied for a couple of video stuff um and, and i didn't um and didn't like i think maybe once or twice actually before for the new creatives and um you know like you know um you know obviously they didn't get accepted and then eventually i said i did say to them actually you know like what's you know like can you give me some feedback and whatever and then they said you know they said look you know these stuff's okay but there's just a lot just like it's good there's just a lot of you know there's a lot of you obviously a lot of talented people out there which is fair enough then they said you know think about applying for an audio uh an audio thing uh and then uh and then so that's fine and then um and at that time i was the project i was doing first was um something about um dreams because i don't know about you because um at the height of the pandy um like um uh that i was like trouble sleeping like your know, weird dreams like you know um scary ones um like scary ones like you know sexual ones uh just random like like you know just random ones and then i was like and then i was like okay i was then i looked up online and i realized actually you know um, there's actually other, yeah other people that said similar things, and then so um I then I then actually made a workshop actually about like exploring poetry and dreams, um, and then again um when I had um when I when I'd done that workshop um people like responded to me like you know the next day saying that yeah like you know they had really like vivid dreams as a result of it and that and then they and they could relate as well to that and then you know obviously you know like you know with the the pandy and the, the scariness and all that and obviously um with i think people obviously worried about intimacy and you know like being alone things like that so uh, so all these kind of things so people just got, got a good response really so that was the thing that was the idea of the um of the poem i was going to do initially which was um something about exploring uh poetry and dreams and things like that but like you said it was um it was over a year ago and this and that and then by when they when it came around to early this year when they contacted you know to say that you know you got on the program i'd um i'd not i'd kind of like i felt like well yeah i'd i'd dealt with that like i you know i'd i'd understood you know i dealt with that and whatever so i went with something else um and um the poem i the poem i um i'm doing is something is one called love is my mission and it's kind of like an autobiographical uh poem about like you know the like this, about my life so far kind of thing and it just kind of touches on like um you know um my childhood where i grew up growing up in uh um yeah growing up uh you know being born in nigeria growing um living growing up in saudi and then you know mainly growing up in um you know leeds west yorkshire and then all the kind of um experiences that we had there you know with like you know immigration racism islamophobia being public school system being the eldest of a elder sibling in a you know um a black working class uh family uh you navigating you know high school like um all these kind of things uni all these kind of things uh and you know mental health issues and and, and um, kind of overcoming that and then just kind of um uh yeah just just these kind of experiences and then you just kind of coming more to a place of like um you know self uh you know self-understanding self-acceptance self-compassion etc uh so so that's um and that po that poem is um it's funny um that poem there's a version of it that's in the book my my uh my book that's coming out in september uh and um but obviously the point the version that's going to be in the audio one is like because i recorded it just uh i think just no, saturday yeah just saturday actually so um we you know with all the notes and all the mentoring that they've that they've given us and everything like that it's um taking it to like you know a different place and um so i'm excited for that and um and yeah so i think um yeah i've had a similar kind of experience in terms of like um uh you know 
my, my, my thinks that was going to be something else but then um along the way on this experience it's kind of you know been changed and adapted and i did ask one where i did feel like it it's good to have some other people's input on it and some other eyes on it and have a bit of a distance on it to make it more of a piece of art rather than like a you know just more of like a um uh your own more like more fresh and more raw and more of your own kind of thing so yeah i think there's um there's something to be said for that but well done to you though my i'm, I'm getting them to edit mine uh i'm i'm i'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not um, i thought you know what just how busy i am and whatever i'm like i'm like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be able to like i know, see um, i i thought that i was like um because originally i was like you know what i'm gonna do everything i use pro tools at uni it'll be a walk in the park mm -hmm. and then i literally mm -hmm. sat down and i went back to my mentor and i was like you know what i actually i don't think i'm going to compose anything and i don't think i'm going to edit anything and i don't think i'm going to do the like all the little bits after because i just don't think mm -hmm. i'm skilled enough um yeah and he was like you know what that's okay that's like fine and i was like okay good because like that takes a lot yeah. off me the only thing the only reason yeah. um i'm editing it is because um so for new creators north when we did the audio uh, recording we got a two-hour mm -hmm. slot um and mm -hmm. that two hour slot is so intense <laughs> and my mm -hmm. mind just can't make decisions like really quickly when it's so important mm -hmm. um and like usually when it's work or something where it's kind of like oh you need to make a decision on this that and the other that's fine but when it's like my little like baby i'm like <laughs> i pause mm -hmm. and i freeze and i'm like i don't know i can't remember how the words were said in one paragraph as opposed to the other or like so i was just like you know what i'm i'm just gonna go through it and just do the voice and then um yeah. and then luckily i'm handing it over to a composer he's sorting me out tomorrow with the music um mm -hmm. and then after that there i'm handing it over to them and they can they can deal with the rest but yeah definitely yeah. it's yeah. um uh it it was i think for just because of the speed of it, I just, yeah. I just freeze. So it was good mm. for me to look back on things. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna add music to mine as well. Um, I've just, uh, um, I've just been speaking to um, a friend of mine who's a, like a, like a sound engineer and, and a, like a musician as well. And um, so I've sent them, so I sent them a rough draft of the poem, the the one that I'd. The, and that's gone for editing and then so i'm excited to kind of see uh where that is um i find i find it i find it quite um you know sometimes with the um um because when i write my poems obviously i write them just you know bare in terms of you know on the page on the in the, on the laptop whatever um and sometimes it can be hard to like fit music to it because it's like you've written it one way to be said to be you know to be read or to be said and then so um but um that's something i'm excited to explore in terms of like how to make add music to it but make it seem more like natural and more uh, and, and actually add it to the add-in and not to be just there for the sake of it how has it been like for you in terms of like picking the music and and, and... um it was i think it was i think the music was actually surprisingly easy because i kind of i just i'd, I'd known this guy um so when I was 16, I also went on like a kind of like 16 to 19 year old course for like mm. people who wanted to get into film. And mm. um, that's where I met this guy called Benjamin Squires and he does really, really insane work. Like he's done trailers mm. for like Netflix series and um, mm. 
he's he's just really good and really quick like really quick mm. they were like when i when i told um uh, new creators north that i was going to get a composer they were like well it's a very quick turnaround i was like no like <laughs> he can do it in mm. like three days two days one day don't worry wow. about it um yeah. and so i kind of was just like in atonement there's this just this music that is centered around like a, um a typewriter the key of a typewriter mm. And mm -hmm. I was just like, look, I really love that. But also it's just, you know, I kind of want like a main hook throughout. But I think because mm. um, we both kind of agreed that the music couldn't be too overpowering because the mm. words are what's most important. It kind mm. of really needed to be simple as well. Um, mm. And then I just, and then I, I literally said that and then left him to it and got back the next day and it was like, wow. So I yeah. feel um, I didn't actually give that much direction he kind of just yeah. <laughs> took it and rolled with it um yeah. but i think i think um as well it's kind of about trust and i think i kind of like trust him to just kind of do it so that was kind of really nice yeah. and when you when i got it back i was like wow it's like this is this is now art this is now like a like mm. you said about that leveling up it's just leveled yeah. it up so much and i was like wow <laughs> music it's amazing yeah yeah of course of course that's fab so it sounds like film is like quite a big passion of yours and um it sounds like film is quite a big passion of yours and like you know is that something that you are wanting to hoping to get into filmmaking or or um you know i i so um so basically i when i was kind of when i was 16 i went on this like small mm. regional course in sheffield and then you went on mm. to like the nfts where it was like 16 to 19 years doing that um and then um and then i kind of i decided that i wanted to do it for uni so i went to uni mm. of york and did film um but it was it's it's such a tough industry it's such a tough industry and and it's also very middle class. And if you don't have, you know, a place in London, a few grand in your pocket, it's very, very hard mm -hmm. to get into. Um, again, I used, um, I got a bursary from the Royal Television Society um, and I got on another scheme. And this is how hard it is. I've gotten like three mm -hmm. schemes to try and use all my contacts to try and get a job in mm -hmm. it. Um, and I was a runner in TV for a year in London. Um, mm -hmm and then kind of went on to a few TV stuff and I did a little bit of development where you try and pitch TV shows. Um, and that's kind of like my main job now, like where I get money. But I also find that creatively, I think um, there's always, you know, the director, the producer, and I'm kind of like at a researcher level, researcher assistant producer level. So whilst I have some say mm -hmm. of something, it's not enough to be the, mm the whole creative process, whereas I think it's so freeing to do mm. audio, to write poetry, because I think mm. one, I don't, I don't um, hold myself to such high standards, um, which okay. is something I tend to do in film uh, or TV. And, um, and I think secondly, it's also nice to have a break from that, because yeah. it's like, when, when your hobby becomes your job, you kind of need another hobby. <laughs> Yeah, because it's yeah. still work at the end of the day even if you do love it it's mm -hmm. still work and I think um, when people are like oh I've never had to work a day in my life because I've been doing something you love I'm like I bet there's been some stressful days in an office somewhere mm. doing something 
um, where it is still work and I think an, another outlet for like my own creativity because I think um, I think you said this in one of the um, talks uh, that we do as like part of New Creatives North um, but that you kind of love that poetry is kind of just you sitting down with a pen and paper and there's no kind of yeah. no one else inputting their thoughts and trying yeah. to change what you're going to write whereas um, yeah. I find that visual arts you know you've got cinematographer telling you that they want to do this an audio person wanted mm. to do this and I like that kind of it's just you and a piece of paper and that's it yeah yeah oh yeah thanks for quoting me back to me uh, that was pretty cool I was, I was like, <laughs> yeah I need, I need to I need to attend more of those sessions <laughs> some more gems um yeah um no no I, I hear where you're coming from um uh, yeah I mean you can get me if you want to get me started on like um you know uh creativity and the creative scene I think what it is is that is that you know um is that uh, I think just um yeah like obviously creativity is um society and uh, it's so important for society you know like we were all being entertained during lockdown by obviously you know art that people have made tv you know etc the music all the rest of it and you know and um there's a there's a lot of discussions out there and there needs to be more about just the value of art and the value of creativity and um i think what it is is that i mean i don't know you don't know if you saw that those government advertisements about oh so and so is a ballet they should train to mm. be uh you know they should train to be a this or train to be a that so and so does this they should retrain and um and it just kind of shows that like the disregard and disrespect that the you know the you know the government and certain people have for arts and creativity when um it's obviously you know and it speaks to it speaks to you know um as far as i'm concerned we live in a you know um white supremacist what you know um kind of a patriarchy you know racial capitalism you know britain's a colonial power etc etc you know it's not the world is not really it's not in fairness it's never kind of designed to be fair so the government government people like that they kind of they kind of don't really like art or rate art because obviously the history of art or is like you know it's something that challenges the status quo you know gives people you know and obviously their thing their whole thing is you know from their liberal a neoliberal perspective is that if it's not making money that what like what's the why, why is it there so then that comes down to then that comes down to you know in middle class it's like okay uh so you know they barely did so a lot of people in the government they don't really like art in general but then they'll let some people do it and support some people and those people obviously are like you know you know well connected well to do middle class people and you know they've got their industry of um they review each other they do this they do that they say what's good and so on and so forth so yeah it's 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 so there's that level there's that level of um or there's that level of exclusive there's that silent exclusivity of like you know just not knowing the lingo not be having the connections and so on and so forth that makes it harder to get into um uh, things like art and creativity um and then obviously you know then you have other barriers you know obviously you know gender race and then and and you know working class etc etc so yeah so there's a lot is a lot um is this it can be this can be quite tricky for a lot for a lot of reasons um but uh, in terms of on a, from my perspective from the artist side what the, uh, that thing i mentioned about what the artist can do is um is um i mean i always say to people you know jokingly like poetry is my get rich slow scheme do you know what i mean it's like it's like it's like um it's like i'll do it i'd do it for like for the fun for the love etc um you know who would be like an events organizer who would be like you know a creative it's like you know as you've you may have seen this it's just it's so it's just so hard to kind of you know be uh you know to make money or to kind of be or to you know to make a living wage and from it and so on and so forth but with that being said from my perspective what the artist can do is is um is something like 
that gives you quite a bit of autonomy and quite a bit of um, freedom something like poetry where it's like okay I just I write it myself it's coming it's just directly from you know my pay my my mind to the page and whatever and that you know that goes where it goes that's so that's that's something that's uh, pretty cool but it's you know you use you have to give it's about give and take in it because to the the best pieces of like of work are probably you know are like some of them are you know a lot of them are collaborations you know what i mean so i don't know about you but like i'm a i like i love team sports i'm a team player as well so there is something to be said for like things like making a film where you know it does take a few people in and it is co uh, collaborations uh but there's also something to be said for you know like whether it's you know, yeah you know whether it's um music or poetry or you know even stand-up comedy or whatever something that was just kind of just all your own uh, your own vision your own ideas so yeah it's um see where we are where i go with it um i am um, and uh, it's important to have hobbies that away from your hobbies as well because like you like you like you said like you said you know sometimes you're if you turn your hobby into a job then it can then just you know then you might need another hobby as well so it's interesting in that regard um but um yeah but shout out to you though you're working in tv that's that's those that's pretty cool that's pretty exciting and that's that's your main job and how's that been good good like um I'm I'm working on like a documentary at the minute um, as like a researcher. Uh, I can't say too mm. much about it, but it's very very interesting stuff. Um, mm. Mm. I think the only the only thing I struggle with, I think again, I think this comes into being a freelancer or a creative in general, is that um, there isn't like a. I don't know if in the next three months I'm going to be employed. <laughs> And wow. there's always that worry and there's always yeah. that, okay, like, um, am I going to be kept on? Is coronavirus mm. going to come down and, you know, cause menace mm. again and then production yeah. will be paused? Um, there's a lot of um, imposter syndrome as well because uh, mm. it's just like, it's just, <laughs> you're just like, what, how? How am I? How am I doing this? And am I doing this good enough? Um, always, yeah. I think for me. But is it? It is a great job to have, um, and I'm so so lucky. Uh, I kept on badgering everyone to, to, mm. to get me on board, um, uh, and and it is great. I think the the only thing is it's it's again freelancey stuff because I think mm. as creatives we we or a lot of the time we'll struggle to know when our, what our income is coming in from and how we're going to survive on it. Um, yeah. And there's kind of a uh, a thing in, in television, I don't know if this is across quite a few industries as well, um, I think it's also in film sometimes, where uh, during the winter months, I guess from like January to March, nothing gets produced because mm -hmm. it's just too cold and no one wants to go outside and film something. So all kind of production yeah. halts. Um, and mm. so people are just unemployed for the, those three months and then they kind mm. of have to save up any money that they've had at the other time of year. So it's a lot of kind of like being your own, um, mm. being being like your own financier, if you like, Finan of yeah, like yeah. trying like, to manage your, your own pension. Your own accountant, and, your own, yeah. And, and, yeah. and I wow. think that's, that's something again that um, as, a, as a working class person as well, like it would it would be lovely to just have a job and get an income every month mm. and that be like yeah. a, a pattern of of everything and i think that's what we are taught to do um i don't think i was really aware of what it meant to be a freelancer until i was just in the deep end and you just have to go with it but um 
I feel like it's one of those things that you do get used to and I am kind of settling in with it all now and also I think it's it's one of my mentors uh shout out to Abigail Denkwa um she's awesome and she I kind of had a bit of a panic at the beginning of this year as well because of obviously the pandemic the instability there's just a lot going on for people who are freelancing in tv at the minute she's like you know what but you're a freelancer you don't have to do tv you can do poetry if you want to do poetry you can do audio you can write a book and then you can do like two months of tv a year and that's still you know you can still be anything that you want to be and i think that's like so you know like you've written a book but you're also doing this audio stuff like there is so much that you we can do and i don't think anyone should be pigeonholed i think like a lot of the stuff that we do is can be done for something else or we can learn other skills um that are similar and will be just as successful in them as other things so yeah no no one told your life was going to be this way in terms of like you know uh the admin and the finance and of, of being a freelancer or being creative and something like that it's interesting that's something i'm i mean like right now i kind of so i've got two like two so i like i work in i work for a mental health charity um and um, I, I work for mental health charity and um uh, also in um, adult social care so that's technically those are like my full-time jobs so all my like creativity is actually like is like part-time and things like that but ultimately my hope and plan long term is to obviously that kind of to be to switch that basically to be like creative kind of most of my most of my time uh, and uh, and um and then you know then to be and to kind of do the things i'm passionate about whether it's like mental health well-being social justice stuff as you know as a in a in a part-time kind of fashion um but um but yeah um yeah it's um it is kind of a you know it is it is kind of daunting kind of worrying to think about you know how you're gonna you know make ends meet as you know in, in creative in a, in a creative space where it's like you know there's not a lot of you know there's not a lot of like a nine to fives that 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 you know with pension and this and that and all these kind of things especially um especially at maybe at different state at the early stages of your career and um you know how and there's not a lot of there's yeah um and also you know ma making that and it, it being where you have the kind of level of creative expression that you want versus the level of stability that you want i think a lot of times it's like you know you can have um a lot of stability but it's not necessarily maybe the kind of thing that you want to be doing um uh, and then vice versa sometimes you can have um a bit a lot of creative expression or whatever but it's you know you're doing it yourself and making it all yourself or you are kind of um or you know yeah or it's just not very well not very well compensated so yeah it's um it's it's tough but it's it's tough um um I'm, i will uh, look out for that documentary that's done that does sound interesting that you're working on um that does sound interesting um i did my uh so i i actually made a film early uh made a film earlier this year. i wrote so it's um it's uh about the it's about david oluwale so he's a person that lived in leeds um uh lived in leeds about over 50 years ago and he came from nigeria you know had a difficult you know he had a difficult experience you know um you know you know racism police brutality mental health issues and he had a tragic end you know died at the hands of police and um i think it was um uh the police uh were actually it was one of the first times where it was recognized that the police were involved in someone's death really uh in the uk um, so anyway, so I am um, so I got approached by um, a couple of students from uh, Leeds Beckett um, Film School, and they were like, you know, because they saw that I was a, I was on the board of David Oluwale Memorial Association, and then so they said, you know, do you, you know you write poems, so do you think you could write 
a poem for this short film that we want to make and it's going to be like a docu like it's like a docudrama so I, yes i wrote that and i acted in it you know as david and stuff like that and um so yeah it was a it was an interesting experience um it was um yeah i obviously um i was obviously i know a lot about i know a bit about david's life story and was inspired by another poem by ian ian Duhigg, um uh and so i wrote that and acted in it but i tell you um so it was, it was that was the fun thing about that was working in part of a team so it was like it was um you know like two filmmakers um and two or three other actors so it was just no it was how many of us were there we, were, we could all fit in a car basically everybody that worked on that on that on that on that shoot and um it was fun uh but it was kind of it was a bit um you know obviously you know in the in the scenes and the instances where you know he's getting harassed and whatever it yeah it was like i was it was like it was kind of hard and it was kind of like it was kind of like starting to not like the people i was working with you know because obviously they were playing as the, the police who were you know like harassing david and stuff like that so i was like okay cool that's what i like i was like I'm not and it speaks to a whole other conversation about trauma and about you know and black people having to feel like either having to feel like or having to kind of portray their trauma in film or even or even mention whether you know being working class and even the kind of the poems that we've decided to write is like it's like i don't know what's the fine line between like you know kind of drawing upon genuine and valid life experiences uh, you know that that can sometimes be traumatic versus like making the art that you know that you want to make um I, hope, I don't know if that makes sense but anyway so i just kind of when i was doing that i was just i was like mm, okay i think this is the last kind of one of these that i'm going to do for a while these kind of like you know someone being oppressed and whatever like you know it's the next the next like if i'm gonna be involved in a film or especially something that's kind of where i have a lot of creative input in it like that it'll be you know like um you know like a, a period i'll be like a gangster like a, it'll be like a period piece or i'll be i don't know um yeah i don't know maybe a cowboy or a gangster or um uh, or i don't know a comedy or a romantic comedy maybe you know what i mean something like that that's a bit of a tangent but i just feel like um that's a it speaks to a different thing about um about like you don't want to not that you don't want to not show those traumatic experiences in the art but you also kind of want to don't want to be just keeping putting keeping on putting those images out there um as well i, I think i think it was um an interview actually that i saw briefly on twitter with candice um brave i think her last name is but brathwaite Can yeah, yeah candice brathwaite yeah, i love yeah. her oh, yeah she, um she's a, she's and she was like uh i won't be able to sum it up as she summed it up but she was like uh you know i'm you know part of me does want to you know fight racism and sexism and all this stuff but i wasn't put on this earth just to suffer you know exactly. i want to i want to show joy as well and i think that points like what you just said kind of rings so yeah. true i mean yeah i mean it's um it's uh yeah it's you want to just you're not a breath of experiences you know i mean that's 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 you want to you want to be able to um you want a breath of experiences that's that's kind of um that's what that's because that's like that's me that's you being allowed to be a human being you know um you, you being allowed to be a human being is like oh yeah you don't have to be like a, a perfect or you don't have to be like you don't have to be a victim or you don't have to be perfect you know mm. um, and this you know or this magical character you can be just like uh yeah like you're just just a person just you know so yeah that's the, um that's the hope and that's the, the direction but um but that's fab so i think we've talked a lot of um we've talked a lot of creative stuff inside uh, you know inside Bible for creative stuff um so i'm i'm just gonna maybe touch on a few other things before um i let you go it's feeling like um i feel like yeah this has been uh, fun if you could um tell us a bit about um 
you were in you were in New Zealand or uh, in a you know I don't know before or during a pandemic what was what was that like? So um, what actually happened was I I started I mean this comes into a bit of poetry as well so I started publicating stuff i lived in leeds for two months um because i got a job there oh wow yeah so oh, I lived i'm on... based in leeds <laughs> oh. I, I was if you, ever, I was if you ever want to come back around i'll sh i can I'll, sh I'll show you around sure. <laughs> um my uh my boyfriend's actually from leeds as well so we pop we pop oh, there a fair, fair bit now um but yeah, when i lived there i, I had a yes. completely different experience to him um i I wasn't really enjoying it that much. I had a landlord who just had sex really, really loudly all the time. Um, and like, I I just, you know, I was going through my 23 year old life crisis, which I think everyone has to go through at some point. Um, and I was just like, this isn't, I don't think this is for me anymore. I think I need a change of pace. I think, mm -hmm. um, again, I think TV was beginning to overwhelm me. I felt kind of, burnt out in in myself and I living in London I couldn't afford to save up to go anywhere so when I got the jobs in Leeds I just moved into a little flat share that was um well with the landlord that was just like a quick walk to work so I didn't have to spend any money going to and from work and I just thought you know I'll see how these two months go if they employ me anymore that's great but if not I'll just save up this money and go um and uh so that's what I did, and in January 2020, what an unfortunate time to go away, um, I got a plane and went to New Zealand. I landed in Auckland. Um, I'd only booked a hostel for three days, uh, and I just, I just didn't know what I was doing. I was like, I'd, I haven't had a plan. I don't know what I'm going to do. I've got this amount of money. I'm only going to have to, like... I don't know how I'm going to travel around places. I was meant to travel with this girl who couldn't um, drive, but she was kind of, she wanted to be in Auckland for a bit longer. And I was just like, you know what? I feel like I'm ready to travel and ready to go on. And I don't want to be, I'm on my own. And I think part of, part of the freedom of being on your own is that you get to make all your choices. Um, mm -hmm. So I met this girl in a bunker in the hostel and she was just saying we just said hello a few times her name was emily and i was like oh i write i write a bit of poetry i started my poetry account in november 2019 so this was only like a month or two after um and i was like there's a there's a gig there's a spoken word gig happening if you want to come and join me um and she was like oh yeah sure let's go anyway what what happened is we ended up just speaking so much that we missed the events <laughs> um but I left uh and then she she said that she was leaving the next day so I put a little note under her bed giving her my number which I realize is a bit creepy now but um she added me went off on her next adventure and then was like I'm in the like I'm up in the bay of plenty I think it's called and we're just um we're just by the beach just grab a bus and come join us so I finished my hostel, I went up, I booked another hostel there and then it just, I just kind of um, went round uh, the whole of kind of New Zealand. And then um, in March, like in March, I decided that I wanted to just fly back and start looking for work. Um, mm. And 
during my travels, I'd met this uh, girl called Polly. Um, it was amazing. And she was traveling with a Canadian called Epi. Um, and uh, we decided that we were going to get a place together. And we just started working in a, like, museum um it's called Tapapa. Mm. it's like the museum of wellington and we we got there and it was a zero hour contract for the museum and the people that we were subletting off were irish and it was because they were meant to go to ireland so within like a week <laughs> everything wow. in new zealand shut down um, i think there was only like 50 cases there at the time but everything shut down and then we got a an like a text message to say that we've got like 48 48 hours to get out of new zealand through australia before all the borders close so uh wow. me yes it's just chaos it's just chaos and then um so yeah so then i just bought bought a flight it was just like i'll just i'll just go like my options are to stay in an airbnb for a month whilst this kind of all blows over um or to <laughs> fly back <laughs> But like, I didn't have any income. Like I, I couldn't, we weren't working because there wasn't, mm. the, the, the museum was closed. And when the museum yeah, closed, yeah, I was no like, tourism. we've got to, we've got to get out of here. Um, so then I flew back. It was, it was a sweet month and a half living there, <laughs> but I feel it was worth, I feel it was worth it really. Um, again, liberated that kind of feel of failure that I was having of everything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you sound like a real adventurer. That that sounds like a real adventure. There's a, I mean, there's a, I think there might be a film, but there's something in there. That, <laughs> I mean, uh, and you know, I doubt that you know, you know, uh, you know, God forbid we do we have experienced another pandemic. You know, it's um not, you know, it's not impossible, but hopefully we don't. Um, uh, but yeah, that's those set of circumstances. Would, I don't think are going to happen again, where you kind of you know, you're stranded and you know, and uh, that sounds that sounds wow, that sounds wow. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, that's that's amazing. And then, but and you, it seems like you've uh, Rotherham, Leeds, London. You, you also seem to be like you know someone that likes an adventure as well. So yeah, yeah good for I, you. I uh, I actually grew up as well in um, Spain from six to thirteen. My parents just decided to move there um, to this very small town. So I feel I feel that's kind of that started. Yeah, it's, it's, it's in I your kind spirit, of, kind of. Yeah, it's but yeah. I'm kind of happy to just be in one place now for a bit. Yeah, I think that's yeah. something that I don't know if if you're the same. I guess the pandemic has made me just be a bit more like a a home person now. I kind of want my home to be mm. really nice as opposed to everything else. But I think that's that's changed probably more because of the pandemic than anything else. Yeah, yeah. I think it, what's how it's helped me is is um it's made it more okay to be alone in terms of like you know there's not those questions of like oh oh are you you know like um oh are you off out with your mates or like when are we getting together and you know uh, oh are you see you know like you couldn't it wasn't i didn't feel like it was you couldn't cool it wasn't cool to be like yeah i'm going from i'm going on a walk I'm going, like i'm going uh you know i'm just just staying at home like you always kind of before i felt like you know for that fomo fear of missing out always kind of had to have something lined up someone to see this that and the other uh, and um, uh, and so it made it um, it kind of put everything on a bit of a pause, uh, and it's, uh, that made it okay. And I think those like walks and like just taking the time out to do things just for yourself or just by yourself, I think those I think that's going to be I'm going to keep up as well. And for me, in terms of so in the past past couple of um, weeks, we've, I've been um, I've been observing Ramadan, so like I've been you know like you know fasting um, etc. So that's been like even though we're kind of opening up now, you know April 12th opened up, but obviously with with fasting and stuff, so I'm still um, 
so it's that's kind of even added another layer of like kind of like you know slowing down and introspection and things like that um so yeah um i do it's interesting i do want to um yeah like uh you know I've, i want to i would do want to like maybe spend a year living in london and just trying experiencing that also america um just because um uh, you know i've got some family there and then also just because um it's uh you know I'm so influenced by america and then it's you know just all the different it's just so many different vibes so many different experiences all in one place um so there's that um and yes a lot of um and then also i'm excited to kind of be able to visit nigeria as well just because i'm obviously family there um my heritage and family are there and things like that so excited to kind of travel and see what what we can see after the world opens up but um um but yeah but then at the same time i'm thinking to myself like maybe maybe you know settle down start a place i you know get a place or whatever so i'm not i'm not i'm not too sure i'm just keeping my options open really at the moment it's hard to kind of really um make make too many plans i i feel um okay um that's fab um is there anything that um just be if it's all right with you we're gonna just wrap up is there anything that like um is, uh, worth us knowing to know like um where uh, and um, obviously you're doing the a new creatives project that you're working on um is there anything else that we need to know and where can people like follow follow your follow your stuff um if you go on uh suzy and then it's so s-u-z-y uh underscore poetry uh that's where you can mm -hmm. find all my poetry um my normal instagram is suzanne pearson and underscore um it is private though so i feel like people fancy a follow uh, and like i've seen them or know of them then i'll definitely like say yes but that was if you know if you, yeah, if you, yeah yeah that's fine um, if you know me in real life you can follow me on the private yeah like, exactly. everyone, everyone, everyone gets that everyone gets that by now like no 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 weirdos please um but otherwise i am going to make a little page for myself or a website or a link tree or something because i feel mm -hmm. that's what i should do However, I just haven't got around to it yet, but there will be hopefully one day. <laughs> yeah, um, fab. Yeah, fab. that's everything I think. Okay, fab. Well, um, uh, Suzanne, thanks for being the first guest on, um, yeah, this uh, on on this show. Um, uh, yeah, I really like really yeah, I just I really enjoy chatting and um, like uh, I can't wait to hear what you kind of can't wait to hear you obviously what you do with new creatives um your audio piece and then also obviously just all the other stuff you've um you've um you've got going on um thanks for doing this um i think you're dope i think you're gonna um you're gonna do you're gonna be fine and um yeah and let's um maybe we'll do this like um a few months from now or a year from now and I'll do it again and um feel free to if you've got anything if you anything that you want me to get involved in just ask a, and, um, a coffee and needs at bit. some point yeah yeah coffee in leeds or, or manchester wherever really um but yeah but yeah so yeah that's it um thanks uh thanks for doing this have a nice rest of the day you too see you later okay bye. take care bye